Assalamu alaikum family. Can you all hear me and see me? Press one in the comment section. <clears throat> we should be live. Today's power call is going to be about how mood affects perception and your reality. We're going to first get started with prayer. Let's go ahead and get started with prayer. One second. Let me uh, let me check something real quick. Log in to check something real quick. While I'm doing this, go ahead and share this out with your friends and family. Go ahead and share this out with your friends and your family. This should be a good live stream this morning. We should be in for a treat. All right. I think we got to do the video one. All right, cool chat oh, i'm sorry if for those who are tuning in via the vimeo the chat is now uh is now open hold on let me know if y'all can see that that i just put inside of it can y'all see that those of y'all who are tuned in on vimeo my bad i had it disabled on, on accident how is it now can you guys see it now okay great Sister Shellon, you supposed to be over here, and Sister Randisha, you supposed to be over here on the app. Y'all supposed to be over here on the app. Premium members are supposed to be over here on the app. Okay. All right, let's get started with prayer, though. <clears throat> In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, surely I'm being turned unto thee, striving to be upright. To him who originated the heavens and the earth, and I am not among the polytheists. Surely my prayer, my sacrifice, my life, and my death are all for Allah, the Lord of the worlds. No associate has he this commanded, and I am of those who submit. O Allah, thou the king, there is no God but thee, thou is my Lord, and I am thy servant. I've been unjust to myself, and I confess my faults. So please grant me protection against all my faults, for none grants protection against faults but thee. And guide me to the best of morals, for none can guide me to the best of morals but thee. And turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals, for none can turn away from me the evil and the indecent morals but thee. And O Allah, bless Muhammad, and bless the true followers of Muhammad, as thou that bless Abraham and the true followers of Abraham, for surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. And make Muhammad successful, and make the true followers of Muhammad successful, as thou that make Abraham and the true followers of Abraham successful. For surely thou art praiseworthy and magnified. Amen. All right, family, here we go. It's showtime. Let's shout out some of these premium members. We got Brother Wesley in the house, Brother Clarence in the house, uh, Sister Verlita Carter in the house, Sister Jelena is in, Jelena is in the house, Brother Kenneth 2X in the house, Sister Patrice is in the house, Andre Moore is in the house, Brother Michael 6X is in the house. Sister Yasina is in the house, and Sister Chris is in the building. Today, family, we will be going over this article. Let me know if y'all can see the article. Can y'all see it? 
This is what we're dealing with today. Oh, we're dealing with mood and its effect on perception and reality. There goes that. Hold on, let me show y'all. There goes that and right there. Everybody can see that? Just put yes in the comment section. D. Mario said, I will be tomorrow. Uh, why do you say lords of the world? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't. Mm, maybe that's a habit. I didn't even notice I said that. So we're going to be talking about um, mood, mood, mood. This is on. Oh, this is on time because this is on time because we've been dealing with mind into matter. Uh, we've been dealing with how. Uh, our, 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 our mindset leads into having a bad day when we listen to, uh, you know, Reverend Ike the other day, and that kind of came from something the minister said or we said on that last Friday. And it made me think about, you know, a letter from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. And I said, well, that's in an article. Let's read it together because, you know, Oftentimes we have different moods. Oftentimes we're going through different feelings. We're going through different emotions. We just went over for a whole week the other day, uh, rising above emotions into the thinking of God. And here are some of the effects when we are in our emotions versus logic. Uh, when we're allowing our emotions to take over, our mood to take over, it literally can taint, it literally can um, shape our perception and confuse our reality. So let's look at this. Let's look at what um, this article says. It says, in the Holy Quran, 25 and 32 and 33, we can read, and those who disbelieve say, why has not the Quran been revealed to him all at once, thus that we may strengthen thy heart thereby, and we have arranged it well in arranging, and they cannot bring thee a question but we have brought thee the truth and the best explanation. That is the opening of the article. It says, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan responded to this question. Of course, he did not know what the question was going to be before I asked him. This is his immediate response to me. Brother Minister, I want to begin with the concept of mood and how mood affects our perception and our understanding of the critical word of Allah God. You commented yesterday on this subject with reference to a recent Farrakhan, the Traveler article, which included the bearing our moves have on our efforts to learn the word of God. Allah God, please give us the benefit of your comments. Now, here's the minister's response. What we bring to whatever we look at is what gives us our perception. Uh-oh, let me read that again. What we bring to whatever we look at is what gives us our perception of that which we are looking at. Knowledge influences perception. However, if we do not know closing the gap, if we do not know closing the gap what we are looking at, then the perception we have of that at which we are looking 
is not as full or complete as it could be or would be if only we had knowledge and further understanding. So I don't know if that's an error. I don't know. They just didn't read right to me, but I'm going to wrap that up as we needed a comprehensive knowledge. We need a comprehensive knowledge to fully understand that which we are looking at, not just our, our little knowledge that we may have, but a comprehensive knowledge. In the Holy Quran, there's a verse that reads, we take Allah's coloring and Allah is the best at coloring. I believe it means we take Allah's God's view and how Allah God views his own creation is how the believers or the believer views Allah God's creation. Look at that. Now, I know many of us, right? I'm going to stop on that paragraph. I know many of us say, well, I ain't, I ain't there yet. You know how we do. Oh, shit, man, I ain't, you know, I ain't there yet. God, God's still working on me. Shoot, I ain't got that type of patience. That means if we are not, that means we that means we already knowing we're not we're not up to the we're not up to the to the standard of Allah to the perception of Allah. So no matter how we cut it, we're perceiving whatever this instance is, this situation or this person, we're perceiving it wrong. Now, our feelings may be validated, man, that man, that hurt. You did this to me. You robbed me. You 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 cussed me out. You lied to me. You 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 whatever. But how I'm perceiving you is still wrong. Although my hurt may be real. So until we rise above our emotions into the thinking and view of God, our view is off, which makes us too wrong and not. As a Muslim submitting our will to do the will of God, but also taking on his coloring. It says, it says the Holy Quran says, we take Allah's coloring. So we're supposed to take his coloring. So if we're not taking on his coloring, that's contrary to what he wants us to do too. Let's continue. It says, but we cannot see his creation without his help. We right here, by the way. Without his help. His help comes by introducing the knowledge to us of that which he created. And the deeper aspect of perception is understanding the purpose for which he created, what he created. It is only when we understand the purpose for the creation of a thing we are looking and the lessons he intended in it that we can say we have taken fully Allah God's coloring. He says, there is, however, something that alters perception. As you wrote in one of your articles recently, mood can disallow one to perceive properly. Sometimes mood cannot be controlled because of the things that happen in the course of a day that can alter one's mood. 
The altering of mood from happy to sad, from peaceful to agitated and irritated can cause us to misperceive the reality of that which we are looking. Now, I'm saying mood. I'm reading mood. But do we know what mood means? Let's clear the word mood. Let's go look up what the, what, the, what the definition of mood is. Okay, let's go look up the definition. Now look at this, here it is. Mood, a temporary state of mind or feeling. Okay, let's look at another definition. A conscious state of mind or predominant emotion, feeling. Let's look at another one. Let's go to Webster. All right, a prevailing attitude, a, re a receptive state of mind. Let's look at, let's look at another one. Still going through a dictionary.com. A, a state or quality of feeling at a particular time. So if we could, if we can wrap this up, if, if we could, out of all those, I, we keep hearing the word emotion, and we keep hearing the word feeling, which I'll agree. I mean, based on, I know it says state of mind. It do say state of mind, too. But it also, for the most part, is saying feeling. And then I've seen temporary emotion. It's temporary. I'm in a bad mood. That don't mean that's your mood for the last, for the next seven days, 14 days. You're just, in a, you're just temporarily upset. You temporarily mad, or you may even be temporarily happy. So it's temporary. But the problem with temporary and mood is that many of us make uh, permanent, potential permanent, Decisions based on mood, which is temporary. And this is, this is what causes many people to be in almost permanent trouble. I'm mad. I'm shooting all y'all. Temporary feeling, permanent decisions. He's dead forever. You may be in prison forever. Was that the right decision? Some of us have temporary moods, but we say things that we really don't mean. We just really feeling it temporarily, but it affects the person long beyond your temporary feeling. Y'all know how it is. Your daughter done says something. Your daughter done did something. Son done did something that done pissed you off, and you done called him out his name. You don't realize, man, that's with your son for a long time, and he ain't going to really let you know how that made him feel. So you done affected your son for that temporary feeling. Somebody done pissed you off at the job. They done made you mad on the way home. You done had road rage on the way home. Now your children come home and do anything, you going off on them. They didn't. Really, they not really the cause of your temporary mood, 
but you done infected it. You don't. You just think you done customized. Man, go sit your little mop. You yeah, yeah. That's how you know. You know how it is. But you done affected them for a long time. So temporary moves, and we having we make decisions and we saying things that will affect them, but also come back to affect us longer than we are even in this mood. Let's continue. So he says, I was with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad one day, and he had just finished reading a letter from his nephew, the son of his brother Kalat. He said the night before he was laying in his bed reading his nephew's letter, and he had a negative view of that letter and the person who wrote it. But the next morning, he read it again, and he perceived that letter totally different than he did the night before. Now that now that little paragraph right there, you may say, "Oh, okay, that's that's a mo that's a powerful segment for me." Because if the messenger of God can can misperceive a letter, who am I to not misperceive a letter? If the messenger of God can misperceive a letter, who am I not to misperceive a text? If the messenger, if the exalted Christ can misperceive a letter, who am I to damn, misperceive a Facebook post, misperceive a tweet? So we need to, you know, check ourselves. If he can be thrown off and not have a lies coloring, hold on now. Maybe I, let me read, let me think about that again. Listen. He says, so I would imagine that in order to misperceive anything correctly, I'm sorry, so I would imagine to perceive anything correctly, we must first check the state of mind we are in. That's deep. Write this down. This is something for us to write down. He's given us a formula. Before I read this, let me check the state of mind am I in, that I'm in. Am I at peace? Am I happy? Am I mad? Am I upset? Am I disappointed? Based on what mood I'm in, that's how I'm finna perceive whatever that's said. Then ask ourselves, how much do we, how much we do know about that at which we're looking at? How much do we really know? How deep is our knowledge of this thing? How deep is our understanding of its purpose? What's the purpose of this letter? What's the purpose of this call? What's the purpose of what they saying to me? What's the purpose of this text? What's the purpose of this video that I'm seeing? And when we can answer those questions properly, not just answer them, y'all, but answer them properly, then we can say whether we perceive or misperceive reality. That's the formula right there. Now, let, I want us all to just think about any instance in our life. Have, we, have there been some things that we probably misperceived? Have we really analyzed our mood when we, when we misperceived? Have you ever been talking, arguing with somebody, talking with somebody, and you, and you may be in a bad, you, you say, why are you yelling? They say, I'm not yelling. You misperceiving at the person, you misperceiving sound. You thinking the person yelling when they ain't even, they talking regular. But because you in your feeling, you say, you, why you yelling? Ain't nobody yelling. 
misperception. Misperception. We can think somebody is attacking us when they're not even attacking us based on our mood. So mood, which is emotion, here you go, emotion again, getting to us. Because we got to rise above the emotion, rise above the feeling into the thinking, thinking, thinking of God. Have emotion. God, we talk, God has emotion, the burning bush, but it's controlled. So this ain't no don't get angry message. No, that ain't, that ain't real. This ain't no stop yourself from being mad. No, come on, man. This reality now. We still growing. We still human beings. We going to get mad. We going to get sad. But control it and control the perception we have when we're in these different emotions. Look, now, that's one side of it. But we got to go to the opposite extreme, too, when we super happy. Our perceptions can be off. You happy, so we're ignoring red flags. We're happy, so we're ignoring, certain, you know, we're also misperceiving what we're looking at because we're so happy. So now we're blinded by the happiness. We're blinded by the pleasure that we have. All right, now, let's go. Let's continue. I do not know, look at this, this is a minister now. I do not know how anyone can perceive reality properly without Allah God. The God conscious individual is less likely to misperceive reality than one who forsakes Allah God. When we forsake Allah God, we forsake him who is the only reality and the creator of that which we are trying to perceive. Come on now, let me read that one again. The minister dropping bombs on us this morning. When we forsake Allah God, we forsake him who is the only reality and the creator of that which we are trying to perceive. He knows how best to look at us. He knows how best to respond to us and to see us. So who are we to think we know another human being better than Allah knows when he is the ultimate creator. No, you didn't create your son. Yeah, you, you, you and that man was the, was the vessel that was used. We are the guardians, but he is the ultimate creator. You, the minister puts it this way. You didn't even know you was pregnant until you checked, until you missed your cycle. You didn't know. He's the ultimate creator. We just an avenue by which the child comes into the world, but he's God's child. Not yours, not mine. So ultimately, he knows us. And we're going to get into how he sees us in a minute. So only through the eyes of so only through the eyes of the only reality can we really perceive reality. One must therefore study the word of Allah God in order to perceive the reality of life better. Come on now, there it is. One must therefore study the word of Allah God in order to perceive the reality of life better. 
one must study the word of Allah God to come into the proper mood and attitude for understanding. Note, Minister Farrakhan went in to cite another occasion while he was at the dinner table with the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad dismissed one of the believers who went to sleep at the table. Minister Farrakhan recalled that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad then said, if you are talking to someone and they don't seem to, uh, to be receptive to what you are trying to teach, it limits your will and desire to try to teach. <laughs> Minister Farrakhan continued in our interview with these words. So the attitude of receptivity is the precondition for perceiving and receiving the word. All right, here we go. Brother Jabril then says, we know that one day the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to you that you did not have to study. You have said to some of us that this puzzled you. I bring this up in relation to your appointment of minister of Sister Minister Ava Muhammad as a minister over a mosque in the Nation of Islam. Please comment. The minister says, as I came to understand the words of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, I came to see that I should not study, but what he is going to bring through me and from me is that which is revelation. If it is revelation, I cannot study it because I have no knowledge of what it is until it comes. After it comes through, then we can study it more deeply to understand and interpret it for those who believe. I said that with respect to the appointment of Sister Minister Ava Muhammad as the minister of the mosque, it was an act of inspiration. I had another person in mind. As I was sitting at the table knowing I was going to make a change in Atlanta, I looked at Sister Ava and in an instant, and in an instant it came to me that she should be the one. In order to explain my moves to others who may not understand, I said, I am not an individual who sits in contemplation and med uh, meditation in planning the next step for the nation's development. Everything we have done has come from inspiration that comes from an, inst comes from an instant. I do not know when it's coming or in what context it is going to come. I only know what, I only know that it comes and when it comes, I am convinced almost instantly that it is something I should do. Sometimes after I say it or do it, there are some res reservations, there are some misgivings, if that is a proper word, but they are quickly dispelled because the res reservations and the misgivings come out of fear, sometimes of a consequence for the revelation, an inspiration that has been acted upon. Then Allah God conf confirms me, so that fear or anxiety over what he had inspired me to say or do goes away. Then I go forward with zeal and strength and total commitment, knowing that Allah God is with me in what I am about to do. Man, 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 what an article. What an article. So uh, let me, can I clear something up? There was a sister yesterday who said, Brother Ben, why are you ending? You just jumping off the calls. Y'all saw the reason I'm addressing this is because, you know, this, this wasn't asked to me personally, it was asked to me in front of everyone. So I wanted to address it today. Why are you jumping off the calls? You just, you just jumping off the calls. And listen, I get it. I cannot make y'all give feedback though. I wanna, I wanna remind y'all, the power calls 
when we was listening to those lectures, they only lasted an hour. It became two hours once people started giving feedback. Now we have the other day, uh, we got over 20 something people, right? That has upgraded to the premium power call to engage and give feedback. But if we notice, 20, nowhere near 20 something people share feedback every morning. So I'm going to try my best. That's why I've been stopping, trying to give my perception. Maybe I shouldn't be giving my perception. <laughs> That's funny. No pun intended. But give my, my, my perspective, not perception, my perspective to, you know, to give it, give y'all as much as I can. But y'all have to say, I want to say something. Now, here, now I'm going to say this now. I'm going to say this. Y'all can't make me believe that we hear these type of teachings and you ain't got nothing to say. It's either you shy, either uh, 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 you think you're not good enough, you think what you saying not gonna be good enough, but y'all can't tell me these, these articles and these uh, uh, lectures not touching us. It's not hitting us. If we live in life, you can't make me believe you ain't made no mistakes, you ain't seeing, you ain't, you ain't trying to achieve a goal, you ain't going through no problems, you ain't, you ain't responding to nobody emotionally, you ain't, you, ain't you ain't dealing with depression. You can't make me believe you're not going through nothing. So y'all going through something, these lectures and these articles is touching y'all, but I can't reach through the screen and say, you better come up here and say something. Y'all got to say something, family. So if it's at the tail end and I don't have anything else to say, I, I mean, I'm not finna just keep y'all here and I ain't got nothing else to say. So I wanted to address that just in case anybody else was thinking, dang, man, have we been ending it off early? And remember last week with the Criterion, we couldn't watch that on YouTube. So because we was just trying to app out, it was a new app. I didn't even know about it. That was my first time going live like that inside the app. So I didn't want to do, okay, let's try to have people in the app. Remember, couldn't nobody upgrade anyway. So it was only me that would be able to be inside the app. So I wanted y'all to see how it would look on Vimeo for a couple of days. Then towards the end of the week, everybody was in the app. So it wasn't no a whole bunch of people here to give that feedback, okay? And um, so, yeah, that's why it appears to be it, it appeared that we was ending early. So I just want to say that, all right? Y'all don't get me uh, beat up and cussed out and I'm already dealing with a, enough. I, God, I'm already dealing with trials and tribulations and, and my own struggles and whatever I'm gonna go through. Y'all don't get me in trouble today. So y'all, listen, when we doing this stuff, give feedback and y'all said, y'all here, I always ask for it. Hey, y'all come up and share, come up and share. I know something, you know, so I just want to, Take that pressure off of me because I show I, I'm not going to be able to stretch this thing two hours by myself. I'm going to give my perspective. I'm going to give my feedback. But it's only so much I can say. It's only so much God going to put on my heart uh, to give. So when I say press one, if only Brother Wesley, Sister Yasina, uh, uh, y'all know, know the the twos and the threes and fours that's going to come up. Y'all, other people got to press one so that everybody can receive what God is putting in all of us. Now, I'm not saying all 22 people got to press one every day, but I'm saying, you know, don't just let Brother Wesley and, uh, you know, Sister Yasina, uh, Brother James and, you know, a couple other sisters 
come up, Sister, Sister Shalon, she's going to always say something. And I appreciate all of y'all who always share something, too. But everybody else, come on, y'all got something. Even if y'all don't, don't want to come on camera, turn the camera off and say something. I know you ain't got your hair done, you got your bonnet on still. Hey, sometimes, y'all see, I be having my hat on. Sometimes if I ain't looking right, and man, I just woke up and I be sleepy, I be sleepy. I ain't, I'm going to just keep it real with you. I be sleepy. Sometimes I be like, man, shoot, man, I don't feel like getting up. So I might get up, man, be sleeping in the mug, rushing to the computer. Man, I'm just going to have my camera off this morning. Now, the other day I really had my camera off because I didn't, I didn't have my equipment, but I figured I'm going to do it today because they said, have your camera on. Okay, I'm going to have my camera on. But y'all get it. If you got to have your camera off, say something. All right, here we go. I'm, I'm off my soapbox now. I just want to address that because I'm pretty sure other people seen the comments. So I just wanted to let you know, Brother Ben, I ain't, I ain't trying to take your time or nothing like that. I'm just, you know what I mean? All right, press the number one. Press the number one if you have something that you would like to share. How do we get the premium? When you go into your app, uh, log into the website. On the, web, on the web, not the app on Mighty Networks, but on the actual web. So the powercall.net on the website, and then go to general. And once you hit general, you will see two options uh, to upgrade. Just go to the $25 one and upgrade. And then that'll put you inside the premium call. We got the sisters classes coming. We got a uh, uh, brotherhood classes coming. So we got some extra stuff that's going to be coming as well, in addition to some of the perks that you already have, okay? All right, let me, let's bring up, let's bring up uh, Sister Yolanda. Let's bring up Sister Yolanda. Let me see. Do, 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 do. I don't even see you no more, Sister Yolanda. Did she get off? I see you press one, then as I'm searching, hold on, let me search. Oh, oh, there you go, I see you. All right, let's bring on Sister Yolanda. Assalamu alaikum. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't go nowhere yet. Hold on. Let me zoom in on you so they can see you. Let me zoom in on you. Check, check. They don't need to see that. <laughs> okay, you good. There you go. Go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. Um, this is such a timely article. And all the lectures and um, power calls that we've had. Last no, this week I recently had a situation with a sister, and I was being genuine because when we come into a new place, we know how we felt when we came in. So I extended myself to the sister, and it was during Ramadan of last year. She wasn't new to the nation, but nevertheless, she had been gone for an extended period of time. So I opened my heart because as I listened to her speak, and I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Normally, me, prior to the nation, I don't fool with a whole bunch of women. They be too catty, be too messy, we just be whatever. So I just stay to myself. But nevertheless, I extended myself to her. And then she just fell off the map. Phone number changed, so on and so forth. So recently, we reconnected, and... It was right after, it was at the believers meeting that we had and the minister Ishmael was um, speaking about us going into the Holy Day of Atonement. So I, she was there. I was like, wow, I just tried to reach out to you, but your number changed. Boo, boo, boo. 
called her the next day. We communicated. She was um, appreciative of the call and so on and so forth. And I shared the power call with her. I'm like, you can get on this and start your day off every day. Just take a little bit of the time, one step at a time. And as the conversation went, it went left. And I was just like, what? Wait a minute, what happened? Okay, then we got back on track. So in our communication, I kept saying to myself, rise above emotions into the thinking of God. Because some of the things that she said became a little offensive. And I'm like, why would I attack you? Like, who am I to attack anybody? Because I got flaws myself. I'm not perfect. Nevertheless, we had another conversation. And that just went all the way left. And she hung up on me. And I said, well, I was hurt. But nevertheless, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know what's going on in her personal life. And I'm striving not to take it personally. And I keep hearing in my mind, take plenty. Mm. When we're trying to reach our people and develop bonds in our sisterhood, this thing is tough. It ain't just with your family. It's with all relationships that you try to create. If we're going to be in this, if I'm going to be in this work, I'm going to have to take plenty. I'm not going to, I'm going to strive to not be so emotional and get upset and my feelings hurt. And rising above emotions into the thinking of God since that has happened has been at the forefront of my mind. So I'm going to carry this into practical application as I put it in the comments. We listen to these lectures. We listen to you, Brother Ben. We listen to the articles. We read the books. It's time for us to stop talking about what we have and start applying it. It's time to put the work in. As-salamu alaykum. Wa alaykum salam. Yes, ma'am. Something that I meant to share with you all uh, when I was talking about Allah's um, coloring. Oh, you know how to get off? Okay, there we go. Allah's coloring, right? We talking about perception, how he misperceived the letter, how we misperceive what people are saying, how we misperceive what people are doing. How does Allah see us? How does Allah judge us? I was talking about this last night, and I said that when we deem somebody to hell, oh, that mean boy, he better not never say nothing. She better not never call me, text me, do nothing again. Now, there's an instance right now with a, with a, with a, with a popular rapper. I ain't going to say their name. Popular rapper and his brother. It's sad to see. It really is. Uh, one brother saying if he dies, I wouldn't even cry. Some all this. You know, it's just... It's just sad, man. When somebody do you wrong, we sending them to hell. Meaning, I don't want to hear from you no more. But God does not put us in hell for that reason. Now, we are taught that heaven and hell are two conditions of life. Hell, when God is chastising us, it's not so he can keep us there. And I want you to burn forever and be destroyed. No, he's trying to purify us and bring us back to him. He may remove himself and you out there, but it's so that you can come to your senses and come back to him. He wants you to repent. He wants you to be filled with remorse. He wants, he wants you to turn from your wicked ways. Then I can hear from you and forgive you. That's what he ultimately wants.
We want to, yeah, nigga, and, 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 and don't ask me for nothing and, and, and really die. That's our perception. So then look at this. Look at how Allah judges. This is in the Quran. Surah 29 and 7 says, And those who believe and do righteous deeds, we will surely remove them from their misdeeds and will surely reward them according to the best of what they used to do. Now, I look for another translation because, you know, I, we ain't never used the word misdeeds, right? That ain't how we speak. I said, let me get a little English version. So another English version. So then it says, those who believe and do good deeds, we shall cleanse them of their evil deeds and reward them according to the best of their deeds. We don't judge that way. Boy, we, boy we'll forget every good deed you done did. We'll forget every good thing you done said. We'll forget every good thing you done contributed to the cause when you do something wrong. But look at how Allah is judging. So this is saying take on Allah's perspective. And then we should not, this is not just how we look at others, but how we look at ourselves. You gonna fall, you gonna mess up, and many of us, we be so hard on ourselves when we mess up. We be so hard on ourselves when we fall and make a mistake. Okay, be hard on yourself. Don't let yourself just slide, but don't stay there. Pick yourself up again, like the minister teaches us, as I share with us at the end. Pick yourself up again. Allah's, Allah's looking at all the good deeds that you have. Then I, it's either in closing the gap or something that the minister said, but uh, I heard and read doing good deeds and, and, and doing this work removes your sin. Ooh, I don't know if I'm the only one that read that or heard that, but it removes sin. So that don't mean go around, I'm finna kill, I'm finna go kill me a nigga, then I'm gonna go save one. I'm finna go rob me one, then I'm gonna go save one. No, don't use, don't do that. That ain't, <laughs> that, ain't the, that ain't the concept, right? But you doing good deeds and you striving to do this work, picking up the hardest job given to man, God looks at that. And he knows that we are in the condition that we're in. He knows your flaws. He knows your weaknesses. He's not dimming you and damning you to hell because of those things. So he removes it. Right? In the Quran, I think also it talks about he hides it. He covers it. We ain't trying to cover for one another. Oh, let, a, let, let, let somebody do you wrong. Oh, I'm trying to reveal it now. When you know God is at this very moment concealing some stuff you done did. At this very moment concealing some stuff that you thinking. But we, if we was God, oh boy, we'll have everybody's stuff on the, white, on the whiteboard as if you ain't done nothing, as if you ain't thought nothing. As if, no, I'm, everybody, judgment day will be today if we was God. But look at the God. He says there will not be judgment until they are raised. Respite me. Uh, it's, it's, he's, the devil saying respite me to the day that they are raised. Even the devil. I mean, psh. respite me to the day they are raised. Am I saying that right? Hold on, let me Google that. Damn, hold on. Respite me. Till the day that they're raised. Is that what that's saying? Give me respite 
till the day that they are raised. Even he's saying, <laughs> delay, <laughs> delay the doom. Delay that judgment day till the day that they raise. God, even the devil had a little, had a look. I know he's trying to save himself, but dang. And he said he won't destroy us until we get that word, until we're raised. But us, judgment day would have been last year. We would have been fed up with everybody last year. Everybody would have been walking in that imaginary uh, spooky line in the sky with that big old book in our hand. Y'all know how we stink. Okay? Uh, let's go to who was next, y'all. Was it Brother Wesley? Let's press one. Hold on. Let me see. All right, now, the chat. Uh, only the next person I see. Oh, no, Sister Yasina. All right, let's bring up Sister Yasina. All right, Sister Yasina. Welcome. Welcome. It was Brother Wesley. Thank you, Brother Wesley. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Um, so my takeaway from that, first, if you go to Closing the Gap, pages 51 through 54, that article is in, that's where it is in Closing the Gap. Um, one of the things that in Closing the Gap on page 55 that the minister says is, then I, he he said, then I came to realize more deeply that my life is already planned, that the, the best planner has planned my life through to the end, and the plan was written long before I was born. So I need not sit around and plan. I just have to wait for aspects of his plan to be given to me to be carried out. I'm not all the time perfect with that, but when certain circumstances come up, and I can rise above my emotions and not, you know, be the one that brings, you know, snowstorms or earthquakes. Um, then I look for the hand of God in it. I look to see where a lot is guiding me. And it's, you know, especially during those difficult times, but not always perfect with it. But I do try because, you know, really we can we can only use ourselves as examples when we're trying to grow closer to Allah. So I always look at my own flaws as opposed to bringing up somebody else's stuff. So with me, it's, uh, especially being a mommy, because these children be tripping sometimes. But I try to look at when things happen in the in in our home, and uh, and I may see something that they do in one way, while in their mind it's something else. I have two scientists who, one of them likes to everything she gets. She, I don't care if it's a crayon; she has to take it apart. My oldest and I just bought these crayons, but she feels the need to take the crayon apart because she wants to know. How many times can I unwrap this paper? Or how many before it tears? How many times can I break this crayon down into its smallest particles? Then I have the other one who takes the, the, the solid soap and then she wants to convert it to liquid soap. Me, I'm like, y'all destroying everything. Um, 
that don't mean that I'm not that I'm not going to check them on it or discipline them on it, but I do try to understand why they're doing the same, doing the things that they're doing, because they're curious. I I, I guess that makes sense. Um, but for my own self, I have to being a mommy, I have to just check my own self sometimes and say, hey, you were you were a child. And everything that they're doing, that's stuff that you would do. Um, whether it was, you know, taking my mom's phone apart to see how, what makes it work or taking the computers apart at school and getting suspended, you know, stuff like that. Um, but it's how we, but it's, anyway, it's perception. It's how we see things. And if we step back sometimes, like the minister said, and just look at what's going on and look at it from the other person's side. Sometimes we don't want to hear what another person has to say because that means that we have to look at our own self. So you're in a, in a beef with somebody and they come and they're, bring, they're trying to bring logic, but we're so you know engulfed in our own emotions that we're ready to, you know, like you talk about whatever the brothers were, we're ready to tear each other down, but we always want somebody else to forgive us. So that's why you know, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan remind us as Jesus said, love ye one another, even as I have loved you. Because the same energy that we want to give and the same love we want everybody to give for, to us, the same forgiveness we want from everybody else, then we should be woman enough, man enough for us to be that same, same person to somebody else. All right, assalamualaikum. And I'm going to dismiss my own self. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Yeah, watch this. Ha ha ha. Uh oh, she got it now, y'all. Ah, oh, she done figured it out. All right, uh, let's see, Sister Shalon. See, I didn't say Shilon. I said Sister Shalon. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me get you on here. Sister Shalon. Look at you. You did that. <laughs> you did that. Come on now. Okay, so. Okay, so. This perception. I'm so glad that you did this. And it was right on time, especially from something that I experienced yesterday. And I'm so glad that you addressed the issue with jumping off. Uh, and especially with regard to the. The. $25 because I would I, <laughs> I responded to that and I perceived that to be an attack on you and I'm like hold up wait a minute you are not getting ready to attack my little brother but this is because of what I perceived I want I want to get off that because uh, I we don't respond in the best of manners all the time and I don't know if I res responded in the best of men. I may not have, but I had my reasons for that. And I don't know what my mood was. My mood may have been okay until I saw that. So I don't know if I should apologize because in my head, I'm not apologizing because you know what your intention was when you sent that. So you got what you got. So thank you also for saying, don't be hard on yourself, because I'm coming off of what I just was speaking on, but 
thank you for that part because I have in the past been so hard on myself for many different reasons. So I'm gonna address that a little bit. Thank you for that because I needed that. Something, and it's usually because of something that someone did to, to me that I respond in the manner that I do. So this also helped with regard to me rising above my emotions because I have in the past been an emotional wreck even though I've known for so long how to rise above, well, not know how to <laughs> rise above my emotions, but have been taught and told to do so and not sit in your emotions and act on them or respond to them. So I'm a work in progress there, but I'm doing so much better than I used to. And maybe <laughs> that post that I responded to yesterday, maybe an example that I'm still a work in progress um, because I did react emotionally. So perception, I'm gonna pay a lot more attention to that than I have in the past so that I can make sure that my mood is correct so that I can possibly hopefully receive it in a different way, whatever it is that I will respond to. So I'm grateful for this because it's definitely gonna have me to pay a lot more attention to things I say, things I do, and how I perceive it because I didn't pay attention to my mood at the time that I'm responding because I never wanna respond improper. I never wanna be the one to hurt anybody's feelings at all because that's not me. So I'm, I'm grateful for this because definitely my mood can affect my perception. So I'm thankful for this. So that's all I have to say with regard to that. If I think on something else, then I'll just come back in. But that's it. Thank you. And let's hope I can properly release myself from this as well. Okay. <laughs> boy, boy, that app ain't like the Zoom, is it, boy? Let me see. No. <laughs> all right, let me see. Okay, you got it. There we go. There we go. All right, who's up next? We got Sister Randisha is up next. Sister Randisha, invite you up. <clears throat> How can we share? How can we share? Go share by going to www.thepowercall.net and join our community. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am, we can. Go ahead. Awesome. So what stood out to me was in the article where it says, what altered his perception? It was that mood that was created by the daily work of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. The negatives of that day influence his perception. So I would imagine that in order to perceive anything correctly, we must first check, not, you know, sometimes we cash a check and I, we really can't cash that check. So sometimes we talk things and say things that we really shouldn't say or that we really shouldn't do, check the state of mind we are in, then ask ourselves how much we do know about that at which we are looking at. How deep is our knowledge of this thing? How deep is our understanding of its purpose? And when we can answer those questions properly, properly, then we can say whether we perceive or misperceive reality. I do not know any, 
I do not know how anyone can perceive reality properly without Allah God. The God-conscious individual is less likely to misperceive reality than one who forsakes Allah God. When he forsake Allah God, we forsake him who is the only reality and the creator of that which we are trying to, I mean, which we are trying to perceive. So I say this to us sometimes is, um, as Sister Shilam was saying, and sometimes we can mishandle those. Um, I know I've been, one moment. I've know I've been in um situations where you know I've been told that I talk too hard or I talk too harsh or I'm very direct, but you know I had a mother who I could count on my hand how many times she's hugged me. I could count on my hand how many times my mother loved me. I can count on my hand how many times my mother told me something. I'm proud of you. You know it took Ramadan this year for my mother to ever tell me that she was proud of me to ever tell me that she loved me and just to let me know these things so i don't mean to come off hard but in reality we are soldiers and all of those general orders are always in effect and i apply them to my life and i apply those seriously because if we're actually living by the law of god our perception is that allah is the only reality and if we're walking with the god we should know that because he is our example and while he's our example, yes, take plenty. But sometimes some people got to be checked. I had a sister call me the other day and she said, um, you know, you know, when we was in Chicago, I had to, you know, say something to a sister. And she said, although the sister didn't want um, to say anything, you spoke up for her. And that's what we need sometimes. And sometimes we can't be our own voice. I know some days where it was days I wouldn't speak or I wouldn't talk to anybody. I needed somebody to stand up for me and I didn't have that. So I know sometimes that we have to correct people sometime or we will allow them to continue to be in the slack position that they are in. We tolerate no slackness, no gossip, no back talking, no backbiting, no nothing. This is a call where we are coming to get the motivation and the necessary reading and teachings that we need to go out there to the world to apply to show them what a brotherhood is like, what a sisterhood is like, what righteousness is like amongst men and women. And if we can't do that, then what are we here for? I also had an incident where I was on a plane and, you know, a biker gang member, he was watching me and I was watching him. And he said to me, this is his perception to me. He said to me, he said, whoever soldier you are, you are a great soldier. He said, you watch me and I watched you. He had to actually go meet. And this is a white man. He actually had to go meet my mother and my grandfather and tell them. I never thought anything good of Sister Randisha. And so I came into the nation of Islam. And this is why I say that these teachings are so important, because when you feel like you're left out or you feel like you're a misfit or you feel like you can't do these things, Allah sees in you what you don't see in yourself. So that is the perception. That is the reality of God. So we actually have to rise above emotion into the thinking of God to see that reality of ourselves. So assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. Man, that's deep. That's deep. Think about that, man. Think about why she's a soldier. Think about why she has the, the, the uh, and when I say attitude, not in a bad way, but the attitude towards life that she have because of the upbringing, because of the lack of from the mother. How, how many other people in the world do we know or not know that their mother and father didn't show them love, didn't show them affection, didn't say it. And this, is, this, this, this leads to our own lack of self-worth. 
But because we don't have Allah's coloring or we don't have the full perception of what we're looking at, we're misjudging a person. We're misjudging their actions. And rising above emotions into the thinking of God. Man, I wish I would have knew I was going to say this because I have it in my notes somewhere. But it says something about when you can look past the effect and get to the cause. But that take love. That take patience. That take wanting to help a person beyond what, what you making me feel. After, okay, I'm hurt. After that, can I get beyond the effect to get to the cause of why you're like this. That's Allah's, him knowing his people, his person, his, his, his servant, and what they're dealing with and going through. That's why Jesus is so important. That's why we need a savior. I hear people all day long talking about, we don't need no savior. You save yourself. Look at, look at our condition trying to save ourselves. Missing Mr. Save Yourself. In the hell, in the damn hell condition, talking about save yourself. I needed a savior. I, I, no, not needed, not ed. Need a savior because I need somebody who can look past my faults and see my needs. I need somebody to know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel a certain type of way about some things that didn't happen in my past. Maybe some, some, some old traits is in me. Some, maybe some things affect me that, I'm, that I still may do. I need somebody that can look past my faults and see my need. And that's what Jesus do. Now, I'm not talking about no, I know some people watching may not understand what I'm saying. I'm not talking about no spooky 2,000 years ago. I'm talking about one that's walking and I miss today that can look at us and say, hey, boy, but you still righteous by nature, wicked by circumstance. Just keep on cleaning up. God will forgive you. He came knowing what you he came knowing where he was coming to, son. When you fall, pick yourself back up, boy. Then he reminds us of him falling. Then he reminds us that he's human and how he still is who he is. So that makes me feel better too when he reminds us that, hey, man, I didn't, I didn't come up out of heaven. I come up out of hell just like you. So, yeah, uh, we need a savior. We need someone that can, that can, that can, that can, that can realize and, 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 and see a program. Watch this now. See a program that I'm sure he knew was going to cause him to get flat, that was going to cause him to be persecuted, that was going to cause him to be misunderstood. But he said, but I know my people dealing with this mental issue. Let me show you this here Dianetics. Let me show you this here training. Let me show you this here healing. I don't give a damn what all them about to, about, about to say about me. I know, I know something that you need. There's, 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 a, there's, a, there's a, a, a technology that you need, though, that's going to help heal you. Oh, we need someone that can look past what the people going to say. Look past the persecution and say, but I want to help my people, though. Oh, I, we need a savior. I don't know about y'all. I do. Yeah, you may not need nobody that, that's going to that's gonna come talk to you, that's going to come uplift your spirit, that's going to come uh, uh, look past it. He's going to still let you know. He's going to still keep that standard, but he's going to do it with love, not with throwing you away, not with hate, not with condemning you to hell. Or people like us needed that. Now, if you grew up, you ain't never been through nothing, you ain't never seen nothing, you did the perfect life, maybe you, maybe, maybe you feel like you all right. But shoot. I'm not in that category. All right, up, up next, we have 
Sister Sadia. We got Sister Sadia. I definitely do. Let me, uh, man, I keep, I be thinking this Zoom sometime where y'all can raise y'all hand. <laughs> and I hate that I can't have hosts. That's the, that's the only other thing about this that's not like Zoom. I can't, I can't have hosts, co-hosts that can help me out with this. Hopefully they'll upgrade this thing one day. Cause now I gotta literally do everything at this point. Cause from, if I start the app, I mean, if I start the live, that's the only advantage Zoom got. Other than that, this thing all right. Uh, sister, sister Sadia, you on you up next? You on deck? The upper room when Jesus. Boy, Eddie Murphy boy saw that thing, didn't it? When Jesus. <laughs> All right, Sister Sadia, you know how to accept it? I sent it. Let me uh let me disinvite and then do it again. Let me try it again. I'm gonna remove it, then I'm gonna bring you back. Okay, try try it again. I don't know if, if something comes up on y'all's screen or something. I don't know how it looks for y'all, so. Yeah, they said a pop-up should happen. Do you see a pop-up something where you can hit accept or something? There we go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, there we go. We can, we can see. Assalamualaikum, family. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, assalamualaikum. So, Brother Ben, let me ask you, sir, how did you feel about my question? Well, how I perceived your question. You're talking about perception. Now, yes. how, I, how I perceived... Hold on, let me turn my camera on. So this question is, this is about, uh, how I perceive the question is, you know, hey, uh, she just paid $25. Uh, it's been free. Uh, she's paying uh, now, and the calls have been two hours in the past on the Zoom. I think that people are getting comfortable with it being two hours, although sometimes that's a little inconvenience for me because I'll be late to my next meeting, but it's been two hours. So is things changing now? Because we're on the app, is things changing now? After I done upgraded and paid this twenty-five, are, are you are you taking from? Uh, are you uh, withholding uh, the teachings? I want to, you know, wish it should be the same length. So that's how I took it. I just took it as somebody is concerned. Uh, they they don't want it to end. Um, it's kind of like it's it's kind of like uh, Christmas when we used to celebrate Christmas. Man, I don't even want it to end. So I didn't take it as a anything bad i just took it as you know hey because i saw you the other the, the day before brother ben can you have your camera on so i'm like okay do i gotta have my camera on well maybe she's saying well we want the same experience don't don't take away the experience now y'all didn't know that i was just i just didn't have my camera whatever the case may be so i explained that but that's what i saw maybe somebody that don't want nothing to change and and and, and you asking about it so that's how i perceived it Yes, sir. And your perception was pretty much my reality. That, that's just where I was coming from. And I appreciate you answering my question. I definitely wasn't um, intentionally trying to attack you. I don't mind the $25. It's actually a good price. Like you said, I enjoy the calls. And I was just wondering, is there going to be a change? And I enjoyed the feedback. And I enjoy seeing your um, face and your disposition as you're talking and sharing with the believers. And let me say, I appreciate this platform and I appreciate all the believers as well. And um, I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate you and my intentions were not to attack you. 
And your perception of my question was actually pretty much the reality of why I asked the question. So I just wanted to comment on that. Oh, praise it due to Allah. Thank you, sister, for coming up and clarifying that. Yes, sir. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. There it is. Look, see, that's how all things should be. See that? That's like, hey. Look, now watch this, y'all. Now, this is the key. I mean, this is very key. Now, let me point this out now. This is very key. She could have came up here and said, look, let me show y'all what she could have came up here and said. Now, I don't know how this thing. Oh, you probably don't know how to remove. There we go. She could have came up here and said this. Now, I done heard what everybody done said about me. Yeah. Let me tell you what my perception was. That's what she could have said. Let me, and then she could have hit us with the net. Let me, now, let me clarify, okay, what my perception was, okay? But now she said, what do you think, ma? What did you think I meant, Brother Ben? See, that's it. That's it. That's all we got to do. Ask with the right spirit. She didn't say, now what you think? You know, you saw me. No. What do you think my perception was? And then when I answered it, yeah, pretty much that was my reality. See, you see how many arguments, how many uh, 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 disagreements could just be simply solved by doing that? What do you think? What did you, what do you think I, I meant when I said that? <laughs> oh, come on. I got to steal that one, man. I got to steal that. What do you think I meant when I did such and such? And then, I mean, you just got to, you got to lay it like a feather. Like, you can't, you can't drop it like this. Here, look. You can't, you can't, you can't drop it like this. What do you think? No, you got to, what do you think? And it got to fall like a feather. It got to, what do you think? Not, what do you think? No, come on, fam. That was a good, that was a lesson this morning, boy. That was a lesson this morning. Okay, let's go on over. Let's go over. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> hey, I had to, I had to demonstrate it. Let's go over to Brother Wesley. Let's bring on Brother Wesley. Hold on real quick. Let's bring on Brother Wesley. <laughs> hey, e passing. Network at all. Look, not net, not network, neck work. Yeah. Yeah, could have got hot in that thing, didn't it? E. Hey, E could have got hot in that thing, E. Okay, let's bring on brother. Let's bring on brother Wesley. All right. We having some fun this morning, man. We we gonna leave this call. We're gonna have some uplifted spirits this morning. There we go. That's all we trying to do. All right, let's uh, bring on Brother Wesley. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Uh, this is beautiful. Like I said, Allah knows best. I, I wanted to go last. Uh, I don't know if anyone else wants to drop a one. Please drop a one. Uh, because this is the beauty of the power call is because we're here to learn from each other. None of us know it all. Allah knows it all. He's the best of knowers. And we are in a form of study group. And the point of study group is to learn and see the perspectives of others so that we can grow ourselves and work on ourselves, examine ourselves. And these type of opportunities allow us to examine ourselves. So I appreciate the sister. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone's feedback because I learned so much uh, from you all 
just based off of your feedback. So, um, you know, I like to share and I love to share my story, but I also like to sit back and listen to y'all, which is why I wanted to go um, after the sisters as well, because I learned so much from each one of you all's perspective. But uh, what I wanted to land on today, uh, Sister Randisha kind of touched on it as well. So I'll go to the second thing. There was two sentences that stood out the most in this article. Um, the first of which he touched on where he, uh, where the minister brought on that, I do not know how anyone could perceive reality, reality property properly without a law God. And then the second sentence that stood out as well was the paragraph right after that, where it says that on, that so only through the eyes of the only reality can we really perceive reality. Um, and that perspective is a word that I um, have studied a while. I, you know, I've written things about it as well and how it's so important and so crucial to life that you only see what you believe. You only see things the way you see it based off of your experiences. And if you're not willing to open yourself up to see things the way other people see it, you will always view it the wrong way. You will always jump the gun as they'll say, or you'll have the cart before the horse because you don't understand where they're coming from. I appreciate Sister Randisha saying, you know, the reason why she has the tone or has the way that she speaks or communicates the way she did is based off her experience. Now, no one can tell her that the way that she's expressing herself is wrong because you don't, you're not in her shoes. And this is the importance of taking a lost coloring because we all are growing. We all are improving. We all should be working on ourselves every day. And if we're not, you'll begin to judge people. And we're not in a position to judge anyone because we wouldn't want to be judged ourselves. And uh, what I, I looked at as well, because to kind of dovetail on, and I appreciate how everything lines up. The power call lines up with the believers meeting. The believers meeting lines up with the study group. And all this comes together. And that's the importance of studying and making our meetings and finding every opportunity to study on our own as well. Because if we're not, we're not able to take on that coloring of a lot. And on page 40 of Study Guide 20, um, that first paragraph, it states that when you become one with a lot God, then you know him in a hint. You know him in a sign. This is the minister speaking. You, you hear his words, you see his word, and you bring things out of the word that maybe others cannot see because the quality of your heart and its closeness to Allah God. So that's the importance of sharing your feedback. That's the importance of coming in here. And regardless of what level and stage that you are, whether you feel as if you can speak or whether you feel as if you are, have a way with words, it's not about your presentation as much as about what you're presenting. And we have to be okay with showing our mistakes, showing our transition, showing our level of development, because you don't know who's watching, who's, excuse me, who's listening and who can learn from what you've been through so that they don't bump their head the same way you bumped your head as well. So I appreciate this call so much. Um, mood is so important. And as you you stated in your, in your feedback at the beginning, how Oh, your commentary, excuse me, how mood is temporary when we look at that definition. And that's the importance of looking up these words, because we use a lot of words out of traditionalism. Even as a child, you learn how to speak based off the way that your parents spoke or way the adults around you spoke. So you may be using words that you don't understand. And if you don't look them up yourself, you could be misusing the words and altering your own reality. And if you don't expand your vocabulary, and I say that to myself, I like to read but you have to be able to get behind those words and understand the meaning behind the words because if you're just glossing over it, you're going to miss the meaning and everything that you're reading as well. So I appreciate this. I appreciate the example um, of what you showed and how we can 
getting to a point where we believe that people have a certain ill intent. And that's why it's important to assume positive intent, especially with our people, because we're in such a poor condition. We've been put in such a poor condition that many of the things that we say, because we don't understand the words, we take the words the wrong way because we don't understand what the language that we're speaking. English is a bastard language. And once you understand what that means, how it came from mixing up all of these different cultures and coming up with a way of speaking, it only works here, which people say that English is the hardest uh, language, American English, I should say, is the hardest uh, language to learn because words that sound the same mean something totally different. Just moving a, a apostrophe or putting a comma in the wrong place or having the wrong sense stress in the wrong place changes the whole meaning of words. And our subconscious does not understand the difference. We just go off the vibrations that come to our ears. So I'll land on this, the fact that it's important to stay exposed to these teachings as brought out in study guide 18 as we study that's how we get into the thinking of god by exposing ourselves on a regular basis on a constant basis to these teachings to allah's thinking so that we can get to that position so i appreciate everybody and make sure y'all share because this is how we build assalamualaikum Waalaikumsalam. oh okay sister sacred just point just pointed out something uh sister 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 uh Sister Sacred said, I think the members don't fully understand the free version versus the premium version. I have the free version open right now as well. And I see members like King, Cam, and Brother Horace X typing the number one. They need to pay $25 so they can speak. So yes, that's right. In order for y'all to come up like this, like the premium, like the regular premium a power call, I mean, you got to come to the premium side. Uh, let me show you guys how to do that. Uh, and I got a video. I saw your hands, Sister Shilan. I'm going to come back to you. Uh, so this is how you do it, family. When you... Uh-oh. Let me not do it right here. So let me try to do another one. I'll show y'all how to do it. Uh, go to me. Do. All right. This is how you do it, family. So you come here. All right. And you go to... this. You log into the app. Go to General... Once you go to general, you should see this. Then just go to this one right here that says the power call. And once you go here, then you're going to see this tab right here come open called the power call community. Then you will see we live right here. So I just wanted to show y'all how that works. To upgrade and be a part of the calls, go to hit general and then boom. All right. But uh, uh, Brother Cam, hit us, in the, hit us in the admin part. You, you should, you just... You don't be on a Zoom call. We just we just need to, you know what I mean? Just hit us in the admin thing. Um, but Brother Horace, that's how you do it. Let me share this video with y'all real quick. Share this video with y'all real quick. Uh, from the minister. On how to perceive yourself. See, I know all of us, you know, I, you know we got to work on how we perceive others, but also how we perceive ourselves when we make mistakes, when we're, when we're falling short and things of that nature. I found some. How I just found this yesterday, and then it's already gone. I just downloaded this thing yesterday. Hold on. My bad, y'all, because I just got this yesterday. Oh, no, I watched it. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. I watched it. That's what it was. I watched it. I want to show y'all this. I should have downloaded it. Give me one second, because my, uh, <clears throat> and my, my, what's the name, is about to die. Here we go. All right, I found it. Hold on. Cherish who you are. All right, here we go. Y'all ready? 
This is from the minister now. I'm going to load me alive. Cherish who you are. You're going to make mistakes. Don't worry about that. We all make them. If we were perfect, the Savior wouldn't have had to come. Yes, if we were clean, he wouldn't have to be merciful. Yes, <laughs> if, if we didn't mess up, he wouldn't have to be asked for forgiveness. So since we ask for forgiveness, we ask him to show us mercy, please Allah, help us. We have been unjust to ourselves and we confess our faults. Don't confess them to me because I don't want to hear them. It ain't none of my business. It's between you and your merciful God. So whenever you make a mistake and you fall down, don't stay down. Get back up. Dust yourself off. Go on in the closet or some special place where you can be quiet and talk to the one who came for you. Came because he loved you and came because in his mind he looks beyond our faults and sees our need and in his mind he sees you how he's going to make you he said I can stand or sit on top of the mountain and say that the most beautiful nation is in the wilderness of North America but don't let me catch you weighing other than yourself in regards to living the life and weighing properly. So the future is yours. Put your hands in Allah's hands. Hold his hand tight. And know that if others fail you, Allah never will. Woo! Don't that just give you the chills and just make you want to cry, man? Don't that just make you want to, oh, thank you, Allah, for sending us someone who can, who, can, who can uplift us, who can help us, who can see us. Man, the minister just know what to, he just, the minister know how to put that thing in proper place, proper tense at the right time, man. Goodness gracious. Woo! If that don't uplift you and make you feel good, I don't know what else will. Let's bring up Sister Shalon. Let's bring Sister Shalon back. Oh, man, what a message, man. What a message. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That part right there just makes it so good. I needed that, so thank you for that. I really needed that. Okay, let me say this. I do know that my mood in the last number of days has been off. I literally right now as we speak am being attacked. And it's just so crazy to me because it's like, why? Why? And it's, a, it's a, an attack that's just so hard. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So this has been the last number of days so as I go back and 
think on my seven with this with sister. Thank you, sister, for asking that question. That was so big, and that helped me so much. I appreciate you for doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so I now with that with the with. Let me tell you what I perceived super ridiculous and it's probably because of me being attacked so i've reached out and attacked her so i apologize for the attack let me tell you why what what i perceive i perceive that as we are we we paying 25 dollars now so now here it is all of a sudden and see this is what brother ben x did <laughs> he said you could have come on here and did i did i i perceive that you did this <laughs> because of my mood so I apologize for projecting my mood onto you, sweetheart. I'm so apologetic for that because we are sisters and we are in this place to grow and become better. So I showed an emotional side of me and I project that onto you. So please forgive me for that because of, because of me being in that space. I perceived you saying, why are we getting off here? early i'm now all of a sudden that we pay 25 dollars. we don't get the fullness of of you or what it is that we paying 25 dollars for so what about that so <laughs> i just i was in a bad mood and not necessarily in a bad mood i'm feeling heavy because of what's happening to me right now so i just wanted to come on there and say that this space right here is so so uplifting and that's why i'm so passionate about this space and brother ben i have a passion for what this brother has done because he has touched my life in ways that you all could never imagine and i'm gonna try my best not to get emotional but this brother this brother so i'm passionate about him so i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings any any in any kind of way so i have to check my emotions and sister, I didn't mean to come off really bad, really wrong, because we're we're getting ready to build a great sisterhood. So I don't want to be one of the ones on the side. <laughs> but I'm I'm not. But I don't like using the word but because it negates everything I said beforehand. I love this space. I love everything about the camaraderie that we're building. So I'm gonna stop right there because I'm finding myself falling into emotions and I don't want to do that. So I'm gonna stop right now because I'm going there. I love this space. I'm coming off. Praise be to Allah. Right. Thank you, Sister Shalon. I'll say this though, I appreciate it, man. I do appreciate it because uh, it do be a lot of attacks. It do be a lot of uh, things said in and out that I ignore uh, that I just got to take because that's, you know, it's, it's what comes with it. You know, uh, when I first launched digital real estate, people said, oh, it's a scam. Uh, anything, <clears throat> somebody's going to have something to say. And it's like, man, you know, and, and I'm not a person to, I may share with you all. That's why I may reveal certain things after I get off public. I may share with y'all on the Zoom what I'm paying and what I'm doing behind the scenes. I try not to do that like while we're actually live everywhere. I shut it down, then I say, let's have an intimate conversation. But, you know, people don't know like the, 
the sacrifice that's made. And sometimes it do get hard when it's like, dang, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, the minister, I'm going to defend him, but it's like, man, I sure wish somebody would, I'm tired of having to say this. I wish somebody would say, hey, you know, and people do it, you know what I mean? But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying it do. I, I do appreciate the, the, the willingness to defend, the willingness to stand up um, uh, as well. So uh, keep that spirit now, keep that soldier spirit. Um, so, you know, I ain't, no, no, don't take that away. So I do appreciate you for that as well. And I appreciate you for coming back up and saying that. That's a, a great example. Let's go to uh, Sister Sister Yasina. Let's bring Sister Yasina on back. I feel like she finna be in captain mode. So y'all get ready. I feel like she finna be in captain Yasina mode. Hold on now. Watch out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just wanted to very quickly um, Read what the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said on page 48 in Closing the Gap regarding taking a lost color. He says, quote, the Holy Quran teaches, we, we take a lost coloring and Allah is best at coloring. That is a very powerful statement. But who is the we? If you take Allah's God's coloring, then you see things through his eyes. When you see things through the eyes of Allah God, you cannot see wrongly because you see as he sees. But if you see things through the eyes of your vanity, if you see things through the eyes of your perversity, if you see things through the eyes of desire, then you can misperceive what you are looking at because you feel you are right and believe you are right. You go for it with power in a wrong direction thinking you are right and you end up possibly destroying the very thing that the very thing you say you desire to uphold. Mm. And I, I, I go, that's like one of the parts in closing the gap that I go to a lot because um, I, I'm sometimes, you know, I mess up, but to see things through Allah's eyes, there are things that go on in our, in our personal lives. There are past, Path that Allah puts us on, that because we may have a direction we want to go through, go or go in, and Allah comes in and He diverts our our attention from that path. You know what I mean? And then and then we're wavering. But when we know it's from Allah, that's when that rising above emotions comes in and try to look at things from His His perspective. And then there are times we get like the sister. I'm so grateful to Sister Shalom for coming up here and being humble enough to, you know, say what she said and to atone with the sister because she, there could have been arrogance in that. There could that that shows the humbleness and the beauty of your of your spirit because a lot of times we'll you know. Sometimes we can go with, well, I said what I said, and I meant what I said, and that's it. See, I could do it ahead, you know, brother, Bill, you, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> and, and, and then we go on causing division, unnecessary division. But to be able to come on and then clarify and atone, that says a lot about the heart of the person. So we, it, it goes back again to the... Um, one taking on a lost coloring and treating people the way you want to be treated. I tell my, my children and my siblings and I do this. 
don't talk to me the way you don't want me to talk to you. Am I perfect at it? No. Um, but if every time I look at you and I'm talking, if, I, if I'm looking at myself and I'm saying that think five, five times before you speak, man, what if somebody said that to me? Man, how would they perceive that if I said it? If they said that to me, how would I take it? How would it crush me? And you, I think you said it how earlier, how when we, we have to be careful of what we say and how we say it. Because when we're in an argument with somebody and we let our tempers fly, there are things that we say that can never be taken back. Even though you say you're sorry, you said it in anger, so you planted that seed. So you can be forever saying, it's like a man and a woman get into an argument and she says, well, well, you know, you are a bad choice I made. Or he says, you know, um, I should have, I, I, and this is, this is bad. I, I knew I should have chose the other one. You know, you can't take that back. No matter how much you said, no matter how much you say, baby, 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 I'm sorry. You've already said it. The die has been cast. And now every time a situation comes up, you, you have that in your heart that, you know, he, he wanted somebody else. He don't really want me. He wants somebody else. Or she has it in, or he has it in his heart, man. You know, she don't, she really didn't want me. But it's that kind of stuff. Don't say things to people that you don't want said to you because once you put it out there, you can't, you can't take it back. So you spend your life trying, trying, trying to prove to that person that you're not, that you didn't mean what you say. And a lot of friendships, a lot of marriages, a lot of relationships have been demolished and unraveled based on something somebody said in the heat of an argument or they did in the heat of an argument that they can't take back. Uh, crimes of passion, things like that. So it is imperative that we rise above our emotions and you know get to the point where we take Allah's coloring. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikum salam. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> Great points. Great points. Okay, can you pull uh, the things up so I can leave? Thank you. <laughs> Bam! Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Ooh. Man, we got seventy some people over there on the on the on the on the uh, Vimeo side, and this power call thing is moving, ain't it, man? This is beautiful. This is beautiful. All starting from just reading the Quran together. Ain't that something? Ain't that something, man? Man, that's, man, that's just huge. Let's, uh, we're going to close this thing out with Brother Wesley. Let's bring Brother Wesley back up. All right, Brother Wesley, there you go. Mm-mm. His camera. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Had the wrong thing up there. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Um, well, I'll keep this short and sweet. Um, 
what Sister Yasina said brought to my attention because I, I, I studied a lecture recently, uh, maybe about a month, I didn't say recently, but in the past, maybe about a month ago on the importance of prayer from the minister and how when we come to these, these type of events where we need to reconcile with one another or we're seeking understanding with one another when someone does rub us the wrong way or potentially offends us or we offend them, that the first step that we need to take is, is go to Allah first to lay that path or that foundation for us to close that gap between our brothers and sisters. And if we pray first, if we ask for Allah to guide our tongue, to help us with our emotions, help us to be able to express ourselves in a loving way, it then lays the path where Allah can do what he's supposed to do so that we can get that forgiveness, so that we can get that reconciliation, we can have that atonement. But if we're looking to do it on our own is where we mess up. That's where we open ourselves up to being able to um, say the wrong thing or have the wrong perception or use, you know, um, I would say just have like the wrong tones or have the wrong attitude. So it's important that we go to a lot first and also going to a lot to get an understanding because as we've spoken on about this mood and how it affects our perception of reality, if we just go off our own understanding, we're never going to see it the way it needs to be said, um, needs to be seen. And we're not going to say things the way it needs to be said as well. Um, but also, I wanted to to state as well that this is this is also a good example for us to understand that we need to be patient with ourselves. And if we aren't patient with ourselves, we'll never get to the point where we want to be, which is rising into being a God, if we continue to judge ourselves so bad. And, and you brought up this fact that, well, excuse me, the minister brought up how we don't want to beat ourselves up and stay down. We need to get up, brush ourselves back off so that we can get that forgiveness that we're looking for because a lot forgives us, but we end up not forgiving ourselves. We begin to hold on, hold a grudge against ourselves and the mistakes we made. And that's the Yacina said as well, how we will get into a point where we don't let it go. So we, we want to make sure that we got we are rising into the thinking of God and if God has forgiven us, if Allah has given us the grace and the mercy, then we need to give ourselves the same grace and mercy. And we also have to give it to one another um, because this is something that I've been working on myself. And, you know, as I'm getting into this process and understanding how to handle our brothers and sisters um, that, that aren't aware of the teachings, even ones with the teachings as well, I have to work on my, my facial expressions because I, I express myself with my face first. And sometimes when I hear things and see things, my face will say, what? That don't make sense. You know what I mean? But, you know, we just have to continue to work on ourselves and be willing to do so um, and not cause unneeded damage to who we say we're here to help. And we talk about um, being saviors or being um, a redeemer and, and what those characteristics of a redeemer is and having a true love, like we spoke on yesterday on the teachers about lo what love really means and how it's not, we, we really don't want to be selfish. We need to be selfless. So we have to be willing to take plenty as, as others have brought up as well. And then lastly, how we don't want to allow what we feel right now to dictate. So like we talk about thinking five times before we speak, but then making sure that we pray before we get into anything. Because, I, you know, I've seen the message. I see certain things as well. But I had to remind myself, OK, right now is not the time to respond. Let me slow down. Let me take a breather. Let me try to get some context to this as well so that I don't respond in the wrong way because everyone is watching. As we've had examples in the, in the past where people do things and we are 
We have to be the example. We have to be the clean glass. It is our responsibility as believers to set the example, regardless of what's going on, regardless of what we've done in the past. If we've accepted these teachings and we've made the, the choice to actually come out here and save our people, then it's our choice and our responsibility, excuse me, to be the example, regardless of how we may feel, how our people may rub us the wrong way or offend us to set the tone to show how we're going to handle that and how we're going to overcome those emotions to get to the point where we can save them because what we're doing is being watched not by the, not, not by one another but also by the enemy as well so sometimes we can give the enemy artillery or ammo to fight against us say oh we knew we knew they didn't love each other we knew that that was it, it could be perceived, perceived as fake or they're just fair con followers and things like that no we need to make sure that we are the example at all times just like sister randisha said these general orders are in fact at all times so we have to make sure that we don't allow us to get too uh too comfortable just because we believe we're amongst believers we have to still put everything into effect that we're learning on a constant basis so i'll leave it there i'll summon it alaikum salam <laughs> y'all see why i be having my camera off now right when y'all uh y'all just saw it on the premium side everybody can't see that but that's why i have it off just in case you're wondering when y'all speaking, it'll do that thing because it'll be. I'm, anyways, I'll explain that stuff later. Let me, uh, let me shout out to premium members. We got Sister Yasina, Sister Maria, Sister Jacqueline, Sister Alexia, Sister Tamora's in the house, Sister Randisha is in the house, Sister Yolanda's in the house, Sister Keisha, Sister Sacred Brother Young Khan Sister Sacred, uh, Sister Shilan, it's Shalon. See, y'all almost got me. Sister Ra Rochelle or Rachel. Sister Sadia, Brother Gregory 2X, Olanda Muhammad, Clarence Muhammad, Verlita Carter, Kenneth 2X Jones, Sister Beatrice, Beatrice, Brother Michael 6X, Brother Wesley, and Sister Chris is all in the house today. I want to say so much about members not upgrading, but I'm, <laughs> but I need to change my mood before I speak or type my words. But I do plan on asking a question late in the homecoming. Go ahead, Sister Sacred. Um, listen, now look, now look, now look, now watch this. I wanted something came to my mind, right? That question that Sister Sadia asked yesterday. A lot know what he doing. Did y'all see? After her asking that question yesterday, y'all see what time we about to end today, though? Uh-oh! Y'all see what time we about to end today, though? 9.45! Uh-oh! Y'all see that thing was longer, though? Yeah, that thing. Y'all seen more people was responding, though. See that? See, all things work out for the greater good, for those who believe and love God and do his purpose. See, look at that. We about to end at 9.45, just like a regular call. More people raise their hand. Well, y'all can't raise your hand on here. But more people press one. See that? Look at the good that came out of it. It could have been bad. Oh, you complain about the Twitter, about uh, all this stuff, all this stuff, all these power calls that I'm been for free. That could have been a response. But look at how it was peaceful, understanding. And look, we had a full power call. Great discussion. More people responded. Look at God, man. Look at the God. Huh? Look at how beautiful that is. So listen, man, I thank everybody who is, uh, who's on the free version. I thank everybody who's tuned in on, on Vimeo. I thank everybody who has upgraded to the premium power call. Don't forget that we do have the sisters classes coming up. 
it will not be today. We had a little error yesterday. Uh, it will not be today, but it will be soon. Uh, we will be announcing it inside of the power call. I think we already. I think they already sent out a mass message to let you guys know. But the sisters classes will be taking place within the next week. It will be on Zoom. You will be able to access it inside of the premium power call. And don't forget, family. It's 70 people tuning in on the Zoom, on the Vimeo. We got about 24 people tuned in. I think this was one of. I think this was a great power call. So if y'all don't mind, go into the testimonial section. Let me make something clear too, because I don't. I don't seen two people do this now. I ain't gonna call your names out. The power call testimonial session section is not for y'all to make whatever post you want. I know it seems like you can post whatever because it is like a feed, but it is only for testimonials. If you want to post your own thing, ask questions and post memes, you can do that inside of the premium power call. That's what that's for. Y'all can dialogue, ask questions, talk about what current event. Y'all can do that on the premium power call part. But the testimonial part is for testimonials. Don't abuse that section saying, oh, I can write whatever I want. No, let's keep it testimonial. So I think this was a good call. I think everybody should go to the Power Call testimonial section after this and share your thoughts about the Power Call. Let me show you guys how to do it. Show you guys how to do it for those who don't know. You go to the Power Call. You're going to come right here to the side and you're going to click on Power Call Testimonial. Once you click on Power Call Testimonials, you can write your testimonial right here. For those who want to upgrade for uh, Sister Sacred, get on you now. Go to General, click General, and then you just upgrade right here. You got to do that on the website, though. Don't do that on the Mighty Apps because we, they still uh, making it to where they're trying to get the iOS confirmed and, and whatever they got to do. I think Android members can do it in the app, but iPhone can't. So just everybody do it on the web for now. But when you come back in the app, you will have access though. So you have to upgrade via the website. So go to the powercall.net on your phone, I mean on the uh, Safari or on your computer and it should work that way. With that being said, I have nothing else to say. Uh, thank you all for listening and you all have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum.